hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Now, Mays, I know we took a week off, but it's so great to be back with you in this wonderful week. Hey, Jenny, it's great to be back with you as well after we took last week off to instead do a special episode with the one and only Kyle Littner. That's right, and it was an awesome episode. So if you have not listened to it yet, go back and listen. He does a State of the Freight episode with us where we really go through Q3 and Q4 and throw a couple of crystal ball questions at him. But this week we're back to normal, so what have we got, Maze? Well now, Jenny, it's been about two weeks since we last checked in and checked the market's polls. The freight market's heartbeat has continued to stay stagnant or even slow after being in overload mode for nearly two years. That's right, Maze. And that leads me to ask you, how much farther can truckload rates fall? And where will demand be during what's traditionally peak season ahead in the shipping industry? Well, Jenny, throughout the country, markets continue to cool as carriers accept nearly all of their contract volume sent to them. As far as spot markets, rates continue to be gloomy, Jenny. And demand continues to drive downward as we roll into the final weeks of summer. And though that's not what we want to hear, Mays, or, or report back, it does not come as a surprise. We've been saying this from June through now. I would still call out a few markets here and there that favor carriers, but to be honest, no meaningful markets in terms of volume stand out due to loose trucking capacity throughout the nation. Okay, but I'm not letting you off the hook that easily, May. So let's dig a little bit deeper and figure out where carriers may be able to see some changes over the next couple of weeks. Carriers may get lucky in some remote markets with low volumes outbound, but these markets are also traditionally a little risky and volatile in the spot market because most carriers are not so sure where they will be going after they deliver a load into a remote market or pick up a load in a remote market. Okay, that's good enough for me and we'll keep an eye on it over the next couple of episodes, but what have we got for the broader markets, Maze? Well, Jenny, markets in the southern part of the country are still seeing the largest decline, looking back over the past two weeks. Still, the market conditions are not significantly different in the remainder of the country, regardless of the region, to be honest. If you remember, Jenny, a few months ago, we actually jumped into the length of haul and how important this was on why the market is seeing such a loosening capacity. Demand continues to be strong on local runs, Jenny, as we pointed out a few months ago. While the longer lengths of hauls have seen no increase in demand, even as imports remain strong. This could be due to the inventory levels on hand by many shippers, and the freight we are seeing is just being repositioned in warehousing markets. Okay, and let's explain why is this important to the broader picture here? Well, because remember, when a driver is running local runs, which we are seeing high demand for right now, they can do two to three in one day versus a cross-country or long-haul run where that truck and that driver's capacity is being taken for anywhere from three to five days. Okay, so I hate asking this question, but I feel like I have to at this point. The question here is how low can rates go, Maze? And I'm a little nervous about the answer, but what have we got? Well, Jenny, as I look to try to gather an answer for you, I go back to a point I made several times through the market shift. Shippers will take this opportunity to reverse the tables and reprice contract rates. As carriers chose to do this throughout the pandemic while the spot market jumped off the rails. And looking at two key measures, something really stands out to me, and that is the slowing of the declining line haul spot rates and the accelerating and declining contract line haul rates. So those are two important metrics to follow here, but what does that mean to the market as it stands now? 
it looks as if shippers have been very successful in repricing and driving down their contract costs. The closest spot and contract rates become the potential for more freight to be moving through the spot market as it gets rejected by carriers. Okay, so nothing to be concerned about just yet, but we will keep a close eye on whether or not contract freight will move over into the spot market. The thing is, as we enter these next couple of weeks, we are starting to get into peak season, which as we get into colder weather, that could also mean hurricane season, snowstorms, and the like. Volatility can be at any turn especially as we enter the peak hurricane season. Weather events causing national disasters, such as the deep freeze in the south that we saw in Q1 last year, can dramatically shift supply chains, turning freight markets upside down. All right, May, so let's pivot into something that has been top of headlines over the last week or so, but let's talk inventory levels for some of our largest retailers. That's right, Jenny. I mean, it's catching everyone's eyes. Just last week, Walmart took center stage when they announced that they were canceling billions of dollars of orders in order to right size and get back on track with current demand. This is in contrast to not long ago when many retailers were struggling with getting inventory on the shelves. And if you remember, I mean, how could we forget, right? Last year, around November, December, the biggest fear was that there weren't gonna be enough inventory to reach shelves in time for the holidays. So what an interesting twist of events. What really stood out to me though, is when Walmart said how long it could take for them to right-size their inventory. It's not gonna just take a few months, but they pointed to a few quarters. And this isn't just a Walmart issue. Like I said, this is hitting retailers across the industry. So the big question here is how is this going to impact the trucking industry as a whole? Well, Jenny, this impacts truckload markets because retail plays a large part in truckload dry van volume that has moved across the country. And with such high inventories and slow in consumer demand, this will and has spilled over to the truckload markets. The call out on the length of hauls that I made earlier is like one correlation as shippers seem to be repositioning inventory or moving imported goods to nearby warehousing markets instead of moving freight urgently across the country by truckload. And this again is opposite of what we saw a year ago when there was a very high demand for inventory needs throughout the country and we leaned heavily on over-the-road carriers to move goods as quickly as possible. Keep in mind, like I stated earlier, the shorter the haul, the less time the driver is attached to one shipment. A driver can do multiple local runs in a day versus one cross-country load over five days. This is a significant factor on overall driver capacity and capacity throughout the truckload market. All right, Maze, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that. But what do we got on tap for next week's episode? Well, Jenny, next week, we're going to jump back into what's happening at the ports, what's happening on the rails. There's been a lot of news coming out about the rail union strike and what the government has done to take action. We're going to dig a little more into what Q4 could potentially bring out. You heard the man. We'll see you next week for an all new episode. Until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.